Hey, this is Gina Versa from the Waffle Press Movie Podcast. I'm doing a very festive episode today. Um, unfortunately, um, Diego could not join me, or Nick. I think they're both on Christmas vacation. But I do have um, some cool guests that are good friends of mine. Um, first is uh, Brandon Swafford, who's been on the podcast um, several times before. How are you doing, Brandon? Doing well, man. Thank you so much for having me on. And happy holidays to all. Of course, of course. And my good friend Jordan, who was Jordan Mitchell, who was on the Black Panther episode. And hey, Eric, how you doing? Uh, happy to oh, happy to be here. Uh, thanks, thank you, Gene, for inviting me. Of course. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's cool to get have you guys back. Um, you haven't met before, but you know you've both been on the show, so it's cool to have other guests like doing crossovers. I guess. Yeah. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. So, just getting right into it, guys. Um, tell us just a little bit about um, your uh, background, um, just uh, what you guys are doing right now, just for any listeners that um, haven't heard, um, heard any of the episodes you've been on before. Well, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Brandon Swafford. I do a YouTube channel called Be My Rules, where we have trailer mashups, short films, and whatnot. We crossed uh, 100,000 subscribers this year. Um, well, well, I just had a, I'm an animator. Uh, I had a short film this year called Happy Danger Polar Bear, which is doing pretty well. And yeah. just that music video came out with, uh, G Snaps, the rapper, who was also my choreographer in drama and, uh, uh, and in choir. And, yeah, uh, yeah so things are going well. And, yeah. uh, I have to be a part of the Waffle Frost broadcast and here today. Nice. Yeah, no, I want to check out the polar bear because it was uh, the last. Uh, has your grandpa in it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and my grandpa Ken Swafford, he was a character actor. He's been in uh, things like Thelma and Louise, uh, yeah. The Incredible Hulk. Uh, he passed away this year, but this was his last performance, oh. voicing uh, mm-hmm. character for the film. And yeah, uh, happy to. Um, I mean, it, it's it's sad that he's gone, but yeah. I'm happy. A, a chance to work with him. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, sorry to hear, my friend. It's all good. But thank you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, name is Jordan Mitchell. It's pretty much what I do, man. I I mostly I'm I'm a writer, so a screenwriter. So I, I, that's what I mostly do, man. Um, I guess the the last thing that was actually done or or, or produced of mine was uh, this short film that I, I was a co writer on that my my good friend David Fortune did called Z Man, mm-hmm. um, which, which was about a, um, a, a, a seven year old kid in South Central Los Angeles who uh, goes around uh, his neighborhood and pretends to be a superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he ends up, uh, and what has, happens is he ends up finding a gun on the street. Um, well, before that, he's wit- he witnesses a robbery. And um, he ends up going after the people who robbed the store. So it's kind of like a sort of quasi-revenge, sort of slice of life, very real, very gritty. And my friend uh, David Forge, he did such an amazing job with the, with the material and, and taking that script and, and, and really elevating it. So it's, it's a short, uh, it was put into various festivals. I'm not involved with all that. But that was the last thing with my name on it that was produced. But, but mainly, man, I'm just... I'm just sort of in, in the lab, so to speak, you know, uh, just writing and, and putting some things together. And um, 2019 is looking to be, it's looking to be a pretty, a pretty good year. We'll, we'll see where some things go. I got some things in the, in the uh, development stages. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, hopefully, hopefully within the next few months I'll, I'll have, you know, some updates. Nice. No, congrats on the festival, dude. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Sounds cool. Yeah. And, you know, I've read, uh, I gave you some, like, critiques on uh, some scripts, and you've done mine, and yeah, dude, I really enjoy your writing, and it's cool to have you on. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's fun, but the thing about writing is, is, is just, uh, you know, it's not a very, uh, how can I express, it, it's so sort of uh, um, introverted, and, and mm-hmm. so, you're in your space, so it's not, it's not really like a thing where you can kind of show everybody, or, yeah. or you know, it's, it's it's something that is just a, you're just putting out the blueprint of a thing, and it's a lot of time to yourself, and mm. you know. But I I really enjoy it. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's like being in a cave or something, and then I don't know. I, I feel like like you're just kind of like in this weird like hibernation. Humanity for a little bit. Yeah, 
And I don't know. I, I feel like for me, at least writing is like therapeutic. I don't know if you guys, Jordan, you feel like that? Yeah, well, it's definitely therapeutic. And the thing about me when I'm writing is, is that it's kind of like, because sometimes you have problems in your scripts. Like sometimes you have several problems in your script and, and you as a writer need to figure out a way to solve those problems while still maintaining true to your characters, your plot, um, your theme, um, making sure the scenes work. And, and, and it's kind of like this problem. And it's sort of weird how how your brain will just automatically sort of create the solutions. Like it's, it's so mm-hmm. like, I, it's so wonderful. It's such a wonderful process. And 99% of it, of, of all the wonderfulness of it is in your brain. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a, it's a fun thing. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, just segueing into movies that we've seen in this holiday season. Um, I want to throw out probably the, I don't know, I feel like it's been the best movie of this holiday season, and everyone's seen it, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Which yes. I, I love, I love so much, um, I, you know, just seeing all the trailers, like, you knew, like, it was going to be special, but it was like, man, like, when you came out of it, like, you didn't, like, it's like, man, you didn't, I mean, you expected it to be really, like, great, but it's like, you didn't expect it to be, like, that deep, that, like, touching, Right. And, like, how it just, like, really gets Spider-Man. And maybe, yeah. me and me and Jordan, we were talking about this, uh, probably texting, um, but it's, like, maybe the best Spider-Man movie? I don't know. Best Spider-Man movie. I put, I definitely put it up there. I think it's the best one. Mm-hmm. I think it has, it's the best Spider-Man. I think it has the idea of what Spider-Man is, mm-hmm. how this will fit that person, but it's got to be the right person for the suit. And... And all the Spider Man in it have their different uh like there were I loved all the Spider Man in it. Mm-hmm. I love I love Peter Porker, I love Spider <laughs> Noir. Yeah. Spider Gwen and I, I I love that uh Spider Man Peter Parker who is going through a midlife crisis. I mm-hmm. thought that was an amazing take on the character. But we what I really loved is that it was Miles' story. Yeah. It was Miles' story all throughout. And when you see him you like him, he's kinda cool and how the the shoelace was off oh it's a choice and he just and i love that he was an artist just so and, and the anime and the, also the animation applies how he's a graffiti artist it just works in with it so well it just feels like a comic book popping out of the screen and it's amazing mm-hmm. it's an amazing film and if for those listening and if you haven't seen it stop listening to this now and go see it put this on pause and go see it yeah go to, yeah, I I saw the movie twice. I saw it again a couple of days ago, and um, I, I I enjoyed it just as much, if not a little bit more, knowing some of the some of the things in the movie. Like once you see it again, like oh yeah, like I I recognize this, or I recognize kind of this twist, or, or the origin of, of this. So it, mm-hmm. it's definitely um, I, I would say it's, it's definitely the best animated movie of the year because Incredibles two was a disappointment. I, okay. I, and, and this this was miles in terms of creativity and the animation and the innovation and the writing and, and on every level I feel like this is a superior film. It's just just um, and and and, I, and this is, should be a shoe in for um, best animated movie of, of the year. The performances were were great. As far as best Spider Man movie is concerned, I I would still I would rank this definitely above um, Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah, for sure. I would because I like Homecoming, but Homecoming is. Just a little, just a little safe mm-hmm. um, in comparison. And, and I mean, if you, most people who liked Homecoming has has only seen Homecoming once. Yeah, because I I feel like I've seen it like a few times and like it doesn't hold up. But yeah, it is. I was just gonna add like it's just there's just some Spider-Man elements just missing in that movie. Yeah, it, but, but but it's Homecoming is the best Spider. Here's the thing about Homecoming, mm-hmm. and I'll get back to the Spider-Man. Sure, sure. Homecoming is the best Spider-Man movie that it can possibly be, being the third reboot in like mm-hmm. less than twenty years. Yeah. It's the best that it can be with that material. And but, but, mm-hmm. but, but Spider-Verse is definitely it, to me is number three behind um, Spider-Man one and two. Um, but yeah, I, I, those were pretty much my immediate thoughts. Okay. On, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, do you wanna do you wanna like start where you left off or? 
Um, I, no, but basically what I was just saying is that Spider-Verse was essentially um, a celebration of, of the best elements of Spider-Man, making fun of some of the goofy elements of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Miles' character, because I feel like Miles, Miles could think, it could have just been a Miles movie all throughout, but adding the Spider-Verse, because I feel like the Spider-Verse element of it is is to get people into the theater. Yes, yes. Because, because if this was just, if this was just sort of marketed as another Spider-Man movie with like a black Spider-Man, I don't mm-hmm. feel like people would have gone to see it, but uh, that was sort of like the hook, seeing yeah. all these different Spider-Man movies. The story was the thing that was the was the real heart of it, mm-hmm. um, his relationship with his, with his uncles and um, sort of his, his journey and kind of adding Spider-Man, both, well, I don't want to get into the spoilers, but yeah. all versions of, of Spider-Man into it um, was just sort of the, the icing on the cake. So def- I definitely enjoyed the film. Um, uh, one of the best of the year, um, no question. Yeah, no, of course. And yeah, I just, you know, like you were saying, I really like how much it like centered on Miles. Like it was totally his story, even though we do have this like hook of like, oh, there's, you know, other Spider-Man and whatnot. But yeah, it was really his story. And that's great because it's like, you know, this character that was introduced like, well, like 2011? Um, He was introduced in, in, I believe in 2011, 2012 when Ultimate Spider-Man died. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exactly. Ultimate Fallout number four, I believe, is, is the first appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, no, that's crazy because you know this, uh, you know this character that's you know fairly uh, new and like he's caught on to like so many kids, and I really enjoy like the message, and certainly I hope like you know kids, um, you know, appreciate it. Like it doesn't matter like you know who they are. Like anyone could be Spider Man. Yeah, one one thing I'll say is is that um, last thing I'll say about the film is. Mm-hmm. Both times that I saw it, cause I, I saw it in different theaters, and um, both times I saw it, I, you see kids of, of different races, you know, black kids with their fathers. I took, I went to go see it with my dad the first time, and, 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 and he he really enjoyed it. He doesn't really go to the movies all that much, but but seeing different kids, different different colors and, and, and ethnicities of kids being able to go and see this see this movie, um, it's it's it's, it's great. Cause I, I obviously I love I I love OG. OG Peter Parker. Yeah. But it's another thing to sort of see is and, and, and Miles was so such an authentic character. He was speaking Spanish and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff with the shoes. Yeah. Like those are all there's a lot of cultural touches in that movie that make the character more that feel authentic, feel nuanced. Um, um yeah. so it, it's it's just it's just really cool and, and how they were able to to accomplish that through animation. Um really. It's my hats and, and and by Sony by the way and, and you know Sony doesn't have the, the best track record and and this is i feel like yeah exactly and we yeah. saw that we all saw venom right yes. Yes, oh did. god damn it oh god okay um, sorry thought the same year they released venom was the same year they released the best Spider-Man. right yeah like the worst but but they also that's kind of just just on spider-man is in general i mean this was a big year for spider-man i mean the game War. yeah the video game in, in, in infinity war Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this was, I mean, this was a, I mean, a pretty. I mean, who would have thought that we would have get all these these different iterations of Spider-Man and his sort of work? Yeah, that, that, that's kind of that's crazy. Kinda yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, right. And Year of the Kingpin too, I guess. Yeah, King, yeah, King, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. I, I, you know what? I, one thing I'll say, like, kind of a knock against the movie is I wasn't a big fan of how they portrayed mm-hmm. Kingpin in this like, film. Was it his design? Yeah. It was both his design because because one thing I like about I don't want to turn this into like a Spider Verse. Oh, of course. But um, the world in into Spider Verse felt so real, and the characters all felt relatively real. But Kingpin was the only one who whose look didn't feel like it fit in that universe. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't gel well. Yeah. It, 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 that was a decision that I, I feel like they, they should have just reconsidered. And even, like, the voice of the character, like, he, he kind of sounded like a stereotypical, like, Italian... Wise guy. Work. Yeah. yeah. So, it was Liv Shriver, too. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nitpick. Okay. Of course, of course. Yeah. And then, okay, yeah. So, I mean, we all enjoyed this movie. Certainly more than Venom. <laughs> yes, yes, oh, yes. Oh, God. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like more than most movies. Yeah. Year. So we're we'll, we'll talk about um, Aquaman a little bit because I know Jordan hasn't seen it without spoiling anything. Which I've is... not seen it either. Oh, you haven't seen it? Okay. 
I guess I'll just say my thoughts. Aquaman's great. James Wan delivers like the best, one of the best DC films. It's not as good as Wonder Woman. Okay. But it's the direction that the DC universe should go in, and I really, really hope it does. Because it's just embracing all the weirdness, mm-hmm. all the craziness, all the mystical, like, over-the-top nature of the DC universe. And they do don't they, do any... Do they reference anything that happened in the Justice League? Or uh, very briefly. Like, it's just like a passing line. Yeah, it's just like, well, we're not going to talk about that for obvious reasons. Okay. Yeah, and... That's, that's interesting. I mean, you know what I will say? In, in from mm-hmm. the training, from the reviews, it does seem like... Some, not, not necessarily course correcting, but definitely a different tone and yes. a different path. Um, it, it, we'll, we'll see if I hope this movie is, regardless of how I think about it, I do hope this movie does incredibly well because mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, everybody wants DC to succeed. We all want these movies to be great. Yes. And it's just sort of a weird place that they're in because there's no Superman, there's no Batman. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, but even just just overall, it's sort of weird, you know. We're, yeah, we're getting a Joker movie and then Wonder Woman mm-hmm. movies that's set in the eighties, and we're just we're just I still get his Joker movie. No, I, I don't think that's happening. We don't you, think it will, but they're saying like, oh wait, no, we're still gonna let sure. Him. Yeah, like they're I, totally doing the Flash movie, right? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> no, it's just yeah. I'll never be made. That will never be made. Ezra Miller will be playing the Flash's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they've just gone through like director after director. God. I don't know. Yeah, it's, but yeah. What were you, what were you gonna say, Jordan? No, no. I, I, I was just gonna say I. I just really hope that this is. I hope this opens up some doors for not only hell. I don't. I think they shouldn't even do. Obviously, I want to see another Justice League movie, like I, 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 I do with this kind of tone. Mm-hmm. Um, but hell, if you're gonna go, if if this Aquaman movie is, and I don't want to get it, I don't want to turn this into a discussion. Sure, sure. What um, if this Aquaman movie is as goofy, because I'm gonna see it today. If it's as goofy as it sounds, and if it's as sort of bombastic and cartoony as it sounds, I don't want there to be another Justice League movie. Uh-huh. I want there to be a Super Friends movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like random superheroes. Well, not 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 random superheroes, mm-hmm. but but just a Justice League movie with the Aquaman, the Superman, oh. the Wonder Woman, your 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 classic super friends with Line the up. Movie, but just in a more goofy, yeah, different tone where you're not taking the material too seriously. You have some humor in there. You're 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 not afraid to make it as comic book accurate and and embracing kind of kind of like that. I'm not quite sure exactly what I'm trying to pitch, but I, I feel like I feel like Justice League is a dead concept mm. in there because it did so poorly. Yeah. Go with go with Super Friends. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm really just just so just wrapping up here. Um, I'm really glad that they're kind of doing the solo movie approach because that's what they should have done in the first place instead of like just yeah. instead of copying Marvel and just trying to like oh, okay. Superman versus Batman, Suicide Squad, Justice League. It's just like they didn't do any of this groundwork, and yeah, now I guess they're doing it. So I mean, that's appreciated. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking, I'm looking forward to coming to see it in, in, a, in a few hours. Oh, of course, yeah, dude. Uh, text me about it. Yeah, I will. Okay. Cool, cool. And just moving on to what we came here to talk about is Christmas movies. Um, as of this recording, we're two days until Christmas. Yes. And what are our thoughts on, like, what makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie? Because there's, like, so much discourse and discussion. Like, you have all this, like, I know I was talking to you guys before. Like, what makes Die Hard a Christmas movie? Or is it a Christmas movie? Or, you know, stuff, um, discourse like that. And it's like, well, it's obviously a Christmas movie. Like, what do you guys think what makes a Christmas movie? I think it has to at least take place during Christmas. Okay. Christmas, there needs to be some theme of family or love. Uh, it can have like little nuggets of Christmas things like merchandising or mistletoe, eggnog, and stuff. Um, like, I think not Die Hard, I think is totally a Christmas movie. Yes. But I think also what could be a Christmas movie is Toy Story. Hmm. 
it does really take place during Christmas until the, the very the end. The very end, yeah. But, like, it's about, it's about being there as a family. It's about, it's about getting along. It's about, uh, there's mistletoe at the end when, where he's like, hey, is that mistletoe? And it's about, um, I also, as I'm growing up and thinking more about Christmas, I, it's learning to get along with people who you don't really want to be with. Yeah. Or, to get along with someone who you're not really seeing eye to eye. You don't think you'd be friends unless you were family or placed in the same house. And Buzz and Woody have to see eye to eye to get along. But I think that can totally be a Christmas movie. When uh, you see that playing on ABC Family's 25 Days of Christmas or Free Form, I think it's what it's called now. Yeah. I I only think it belongs there. I think it belongs there way more than Finding Nemo, let's say. Yeah. I don't know what Finding Nemo's there. That's that's interesting. I never, I never. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I would never have considered Toy Story to be a Christmas movie. But, but I guess the very end of it takes place on Christmas. So that's mm-hmm. a funny thought. Um, mm-hmm. What I would consider a Christmas movie is just because I'm a, I'm a writer, so I look at things from a different from like a writing sort of perspective or whatever. It, um, if Christmas, I feel like we need to factor into the story or the plot or the characters in some way. For it to be considered a Christmas movie. That's why I feel like Die Hard is, but like barely. Because oh. I think you can remove the Christmas angle from Die Hard mm-hmm. and it can still function. Yeah. However, but the reason why I was I I, I, I wouldn't is because the music in Die Hard is very, very Christmassy. Mm-hmm. Like you have I think you have like sleigh bells in the in the score. Yeah. 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 The Michael Cagman score, you hear a little bit of Exactly. Oh. It's very much part, even in, 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 even the fact that it's set in LA, so there's no like snow or yes. anything. But, yeah, but it, we never have snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Die Hard is a Christmas movie because they're having a Christmas party. Mm-hmm. So it's so it's in the it makes it makes sense. Um, but I feel like Christmas would need to factor into the plot. In like for example, we, uh, it, Christmas movies we always kind of conflate that with uh, Shane Black and yeah. his. Most yeah. things on Christmas. Yeah, except except the Predator, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, less said about that, the better. <laughs> the predator. Um, <laughs> but, um, it's just bang. I wouldn't necessarily consider that a Christmas movie, but it takes place. Well, I, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. But it is kind of. But I personally wouldn't consider that a Christmas movie. Um, connecting with someone you haven't really. Seen. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I think it, it, it it's flirting with Christmas. It's all, but, but there's angles, there's parts in that movie that of the plot, like for example, Robert Downey Jr.'s character having to steal, like in the very beginning of the movie of Chris, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, he's stealing a toy is for his niece or nephew. Yeah, and then we never see that niece again. Yeah, yeah. never mentioned again. No, um, so I guess it is in in, in a yeah. sense. But that—that's how I would, um, how I would personally sort of define what a Christmas movie is. Okay. Because I, if if you can remove Christmas from the from the setting of it, and the movie can still kind of like function, then I don't really see it as, as such. Yeah. Okay. Has anyone? Has anyone? Well, I was going to say, has anyone ever read like the book that Die Hard is based on? No. No. I heard it's terrible, so no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, yeah, no wonder they took so many liberties. Like, maybe that book isn't even in Christmas or something. Oh, really? I heard it's, a, I heard it's like, completely, I heard it's, like, completely different. Okay. Yeah, I've never bothered to read it, and probably, I probably never will, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I guess for me, like, what makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie is just kind of, I think the character arc of the characters um, where it's the arc and the story that they go through is about reconnecting with someone if they kind of have this Ebenezer Scrooge like um, like epiphany or like this uh, this like change of heart almost like a Grinch thing like um, because my my favorite Christmas movie is like It's a Wonderful Life and none like almost like what like half of that movie is not even set in Christmas. And 
like just maybe like the bookends are and it's like oh yeah i was watching it like the other the other the other christmas and it was like well it's not really about christmas at all but it is because it's like it's about like just how he realizes like how much his family means to him how much like he changed other how much he helped other people and like his, his life is actually worth living so so i guess for me personally it's just 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 that like if you have that character work with those with your characters then i consider it a christmas movie like it doesn't have to be all the way christmas like right. for sure like i'm not gonna say like like if something's like arbitrarily set at christmas like eyes wide shut not a christmas movie no, no. yeah <laughs> yeah is it the shining at one part um no because the shining's all in i want to say it's in november or october oh okay yeah because they have the date yeah, it's almost there, but certainly not. Right. Yeah. So I guess just that's that's my take on it. Uh, do you guys think Nightmare Before Christmas is a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Christmas movie. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's in the title. Yeah, it's def- mm-hmm. definitely, definitely a Christmas. I mean, it, it can kind of function as, as either. I've actually, I mean, uh, I actually haven't seen the movie all the way through. I'm not, I'm not the biggest burden. I'm not a big. I'm not a Tim Burton fan. Yeah, okay. I think he's kind of been like obviously hit or miss, but yeah, um, I really don't think like he's like he's very he's very divisive, I guess. Yeah, and and, and I know he had he didn't direct that movie. Yeah, but I, when he was a kid, I I don't know. Like I'm I'm pretty sure it's great. I just I had just I just haven't watched it. I haven't sat and watched it the entire. I yeah. Know it's a good movie. But. Yeah, for sure. It's like one of those movies where it's always like on in the background, and like you've never like. <laughs> watched it or sat down and be like oh yeah yeah but it's I, when you go to a party like a little gothic party and playing <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. All, those, all those all those goth parties huh? yeah goth parties <laughs> but I was gonna say it's a Christmas movie because it's like it's how he feels about Christmas as opposed to yeah. how he feels about Halloween so right yeah uh, I think it's also kind of touching because it's about Christmas in the way where like it, there, he spends so much preparation get ready for Christmas, and it's a disappointment for him. Like he he ruins it, <laughs> but so yeah. Weird. And sometimes we have that feeling where we get so prepped up for Christmas and we spend so much time, and then it's over. Like oh, yeah, that's it. yeah, oh. exactly. Mm-hmm. There we go. Okay, so the last point of discussion here with the time we have left, let's talk about the best Christmas movies to watch. So okay. I guess we'll all choose one and kind of, I don't know, pitch it, but kind of like you have to explain why this is the film above all others that like, I have to watch this during the holidays. Like it's your tradition. Oh, could I go first? Yeah, of course. Um, so this movie, I think it's, it's definitely my favorite Christmas movie. I feel like it's one of the best, but definitely the most over um, underrated. Sorry. Um, and this is a movie that I grew up with in the in the nineties, and this is Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Nice, favorite. Yes, yeah, um, yes. It's 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 incredibly funny. All right. The the the, the cast, the humor, the story. Basically, uh, those of you who don't know, Jingle All the Way is a movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad, the comedian. <laughs> He's a comedian, mm-hmm. where Arnold Schwarzenegger plays this super busy dad who's always busy, too busy for his son, and his son wanted nothing more but an uh, action figure of Turbo Man, the superhero. Not right? Booster. What, what's up? No, oh. Not Booster. <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger, this this dad who's always busy and, isn't, and, and never goes to see his son because he's always late, because he's working so much, he didn't pick up this, this toy, and he has to he has to get this toy on Christmas Eve, the last day, and he cannot find his action figure. And the, and the movie is just him and Arnold Schwarzenegger and him and Sinbad mm-hmm. battling to get this action figure like all across the city. And it is just—I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I love yeah, and uh, I was going to add, like, I think I don't know. I was telling Brandon before, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, he's a good action movie actor, but. As a comedic actor, like, I think he's very, like, he's so good at, like, comedy, right? I think he's better. I think he's way funnier. Really? I can give him credit for Yeah. Like, in Kindergarten Cop, mm-hmm. Twins, Twins, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Unintentionally in Batman and Robin. Yeah. I don't know. I 
think he was in on the joke. Yeah. <laughs> he had like a cosmic brain on that movie. He knew it was going to be like a cult. Also, why I love him in this movie is that he's so sort of earnest and, and he feels like he feels like a dad mm-hmm. in that movie. Like he, I, 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 even though I grew up with the father, I kind of saw him as like a dad figure in that movie. Yeah. And, and the thing, another thing about that movie, like, uh, one last thing I'll say is that the movie just, I don't know if you, if you guys have seen it lately, but that movie just goes completely nuts. In the yes. Movie. Yeah. Like where he, he becomes Turbo Man and like, he has like a jetpack. Yeah. Like, like where, jetpack, where did that come from? He, he punches a reindeer. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's nuts, and and it's also a, a movie he drinks with the reindeer. What he drinks like with the the beer with the reindeer, but also that movie is ahead of its time because this was before social media and before like this whole sort of Black Friday sort of craze that we yeah. have today in, in recent years. And oh man, like that that movie is just a um, it's it's definitely a movie that if you have not seen it, if you see it on TV. Give it, give it a chance. Yeah, it's always on, like, TBS or something. It's always on TBS. <laughs> and I was going to add, like, it's. I think it's the last, like, film role of, like, Phil Hartman. And he's pretty good in that movie. Oh, I forgot about Phil. The Phil Hartman. Is the creepy dad? He is basically, he's basically channeling um, um, Ned Flanders. Mm-hmm. Or, like, a perverted take on Ned Flanders. Yeah. He is, he's the best actor in that He's the best guy in that movie. Oh, of course. Yeah, he's he's awesome. You're right. I'm, thank you for bringing him up. Mm-hmm. Phil Hartman is amazing. Yeah, he he's the he was the best Simpsons guest star, and yeah, yeah, his work. Ed Flanders' brother. What's up? The, yeah, what's like Ed Flanders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Phil Phil Hartman, like seriously underrated because I I love I love uh, Troy McClure whenever I'm watching old Simpsons. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, mean Phil, I mean Phil Hartman, he he co-created uh, Pee Wee Herman. I mean he's. Mm-hmm. Phil Harmon was, before he, he tragically died, um, was one of the great sort of comedians, comedic writers, like, of, of that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, he, and he he went way too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Poor, poor guy. And yeah, I wish, you know, we could have, you know, could have seen what else we could have done. But it was definitely. Yeah. He's a great, great actor. Mm-hmm. Nice. Brandon? Uh, yeah, for uh, my favorite Christmas movie, uh, I watch this every year with my family. We absolutely love it. It's Elf. Okay. Uh, uh, the Great Will Ferrell. This is this is the one that put him on the map. I think SNL and Matt the Roxbury were stuff were like, okay, this guy's pretty funny. But Elf was like, oh, he is a comedic leading man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, uh, it's a... It's uh, kind of disturbing watching it now as an adult. Cause, like, yeah, I mean that shower scene hasn't aged yeah, too well. Yeah, and he was showering early before naked, so like he, he knew. So he, he knew yeah. Wait, what, what shower scene? Oh, the singing scene with like Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. Zoe Deschanel singing in the shower at work late at night. And, yeah, like did you ever see like did you ever see I guess someone like recut it as like a horror. Trail her or something. Oh, I, I I remember I remember the that that scene. And I forgot that Zoe Deschanel was in that movie too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's blonde. She's blonde, so it's yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's still. I mean, with with a very unpolitically uh, correct disturbing scene now, it's still really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some great lines in it, like "Son of a Nutcracker." <laughs> yeah, I love all the like the claymation stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. All That's great. That stuff. It's one of John Favreau's best films. Um uh it's just so many quotable lines too. The oh yes, I love I love candy cane. We we uh we're on the three sugar uh we also are on the three food groups. <laughs> candy cane, candy corn, and syrup. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's so funny and mm-hmm. like just the joy out of it and it just brings the kid out of you and uh yeah, it's a great movie to watch with the family. It's mm-hmm. solid. And, yeah, I, 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 next to Die Hard or Toy Story, mm-hmm. I'm always sorry, but I was up there with my favorite Christmas movie. Oh, for sure. And, like, Ed Asner is, like, a great Santa Claus as well. Amazing Santa Claus. Yeah. He yeah. Is, can't do that. I think he played Santa in another movie before. Yeah, I feel like he's voice Santa or something. Uh, Probably. Uh, he's had a long career. One thing I liked about Elf because I that, that was a movie that I 
I saw that in pieces as well as as a kid, but I have seen it all the way through, but not like all the way through. And I, I need to go see it again. But what I liked about that movie was the cynicism versus that sort of like the cynicism of that time versus how like the idealistic mm-hmm. nature of of of, of Buddy Farrell's character. Yeah, I, I I really dug that. It reminds me. I don't want. To, I know we're not talking about comics, but it kind of reminds me of Superman a little bit. Yeah, in a way where he goes to this big city. And he's just kind of in awe, and he has like optimism, and and he and he kind fish of water. What did you say? A fish out of water. Yeah, fish out of water. But mm-hmm. he also kind of makes the people, the cynical people around him, more optimistic. Yeah, like when they're singing all the Christmas yeah. Yeah, music. Yeah, I I could for sure see that. Yeah, he's like uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know, picking up on that, like he's like uh, he was uh. Switched. Yeah. It. He was like a baby found somewhere that wasn't yeah. his home. Uh, yeah. He goes back to his home world, or I don't know. Uh, there's, there's, there's some there's some parallels a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I don't know. Like maybe John Favreau put that in because he's a big comic book fan. Yeah. <laughs> I might make a Man of Steel trailer matchup now. But yeah. yeah. There you I'll go. Put, oh, there you go. <laughs> Try to get it time done before tomorrow. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, I could I could for sure see that. And like I was just gonna add, like uh I think John Favreau is very underappreciated as a director. Like, because I don't think he's like a journeyman as much as people see him as. Like his technical prowess, you could you could see in like, um, you could see in like um, Jungle Book. You could see in this movie with all the claymation stuff and. Yeah, I think he's very like underrated as a director. I, I would, I don't think necessarily underrated because because he has gotten plenty of of, of, of recognition. Yeah, recognition for not just well maybe not just Elf but also um, for Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah, of course. Death, uh, Chef. But I mean, this, the, the dude is doing. He's doing Lion King. He's doing Star Wars. I mean, he's kind of had his. He's kind of had a hell of a career. Yeah, exactly. Like the dude, like this guy that was just in like Swingers. Yeah. The, and like, uh, and now he's this amazing director. Yeah, he's like this like Renaissance man. That's great. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. I learned some years, Gene. Your favorite. So, movie. so I would go with. I know I said it before. I would go with it, it's a wonderful life. Because oh, I thought you said it for a second. Oh, like, God no! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a wonderful life. I think still holds up so much. It is like such a uh, such a sweet, like earnest movie that just has its like heart on its sleeve. Like it's not too much set on Christmas, but it 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 is about Christmas because it's 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 this uh, like this I don't know like Christmas reflection that people have where they're just like looking back on all their actions and stuff in the year, and it's you know this dude and it's it's you know. It's kind of dark when you think about it, like, you know, this, like, wholesome movie that airs on, like, ABC every year, or NBC, where a dude wants to kill himself, you know? Like, he's trying, like, at the start of the movie, like, he's trying to, like, you know, um... He has a family, and... <laughs> he has a family, and it's like, he really, like, he's like, oh, uh, I'm trying to do my Jimmy Stewart. It's like, I could, um, like, I could, uh, be... Yeah, I'm trying to do it. It's like, what's that line? It's like, I could, uh... I'm worth more dead than alive, you know. Yeah. And then he realizes I want to live again. So, it's yeah, it's it's like it's 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 uh, it's it's um, very wholesome. But then at the same time, it's it's a really, it's a really like um, has a lot of depth to it, you know. Where it's yeah. like it's like I don't know anyone that like just looks at like everyday life in a you know in a way where it's like all this stuff where it's like you know you feel like. Um, almost like it's like there's so much stuff that's very relatable to life where it's like you know he doesn't he doesn't um, go to college because it's like he has to like help out his family or like his brother like um, goes to the army and then he's just left in like stateside and he's doing like what he can and yeah I, I just found it I found it very has, has a lot more depth to it than some people would give it and Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie that you can watch with your family, and 
it, it's it's real, and you know, it's it's a it's a safe, it's not a safe family movie, but it's a, it's it's definitely something else. The whole family can watch, mm-hmm. but at the end of it, you you can have an honest discussion. You know, yeah, like it's it's not it's not to surface. So yeah, I, I, and I haven't seen that movie in a while. Like I did I did watch it about a couple years ago, and I need to see it again. Yeah, it got it got kind of timely because it's like I don't know. I feel uh, kind of look, you know. Sometimes right now it feels like we're living in Pottersville, you know. Yeah, got. A, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it gets a little too real, I guess. You know. Yeah, but sometimes you know, I, I think sometimes that's 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 okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes that is it, it is okay for something to 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 be that not just relevant, but mm-hmm. but to sort of properly reflect kind of what's going on now with with, with mental health and. Mm-hmm. and yeah, so yeah, no, I definitely you make me want to go watch both Elf and um, and uh, it's it's gonna yeah. No, I and I think it's yeah, it's a great movie for your family to watch and maybe to reflect on your life and be like, well, maybe I I have done a lot more good things that I thought that <clears throat> that I even know. Mm-hmm. I, I never thought I that I helped that person out. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, it's a good, it's a classic. For sure. It's a movie that I would show if aliens came down here and wanted to kill <laughs> Show me that you people are good. I'd be like, I'd show them it's a wonderful life. And yeah. like, oh, okay. You ain't so bad. Yeah, you save us all. You wouldn't show them Venom? Or, or <laughs> God, no. Dude, Venom, is, Venom <laughs> is like if an alien came down to Earth and like maybe spent a day in our, like, in our culture and our, like, our cities... And that's like how he thought people interact and talk, and he had to like write a movie. That's yeah. Venom. Uh, Venom is like the room of Christmas movies. The room of, I've, I've heard I've heard somewhere on the interwebs that it's the room of superhero <laughs> movies, but I don't agree with that. Okay, I don't know, like if that's too strong to to like throw around, but I kind of feel like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm sorry to bring it back to Venom. I, I just, <laughs> no, no, it's cool. Like. Like that movie is just just atrocious, and they they. It's I wouldn't say necessarily it's atrocious. It's just sort of, it's just so forgettable and and, and just not really like a like, fact. Yeah, like why is this the whole movie? It's like why is this movie? Why was this movie made? Like why do you have to do? Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. That that baffles me. People are silly. Like, what are people seeing in this movie? Like, is it like it's all overseas? It's um the, the, the fact that it's Venom. Okay. The fact that it's that that he looks just like the comics. It, you know, it got, it got Tom Hardy. It's 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 sort of simple. It's not necessarily offensive. No. Um, I I can see why it made that much money. I can see why. It's, it, it okay. Just, it, aesthetically, it looks good. Aesthetically, like that that character looks good. Like, yeah. On the screen. And, and the script is just sort of safe enough to sort of like get you through it. I so guess. I can I can I can see why it made that much. That like a billion dollars. You know? It yeah. has to do with like people want to see it so they can make fun of it. I so, I don't yeah. think it's I don't think it's that. Yeah. I, I think, think it's the same thing with with Transformers and how those movies used right. to promote yeah. like, You know. Yeah. yeah exactly. Big and dumb. It's yeah. Book. Yeah. Exactly. Big, yeah. big and dumb. Short. You know, whatever. Like, I, 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 I get it. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, okay. Last Venom topic, but okay. Uh, yeah. Um, we're, yeah, we're we're done talking about them. Thankfully, um, I don't know if in this video is gonna be Venom with a Santa hat on. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll send that to Diego. Um, any any recent any additions to like Christmas canon, like like Christmas movies that you really like that come to mind? Um, go ahead. Oh, we just gonna say something, Brendan. No, I was just, I'm trying to think of recent ones. Oh, um, I guess recent. I mean, I know the the, the, the Grinch. I haven't seen the new Grinch. I heard it was uh, heard it was lame. Yeah. Um, I, I guess this wouldn't be a recent movie, but we mentioned we were talking about this before the before the the show started. But um, Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. I right. like Iron Man three. I'm sorry, but um, it's a good movie. I don't care if you if you thought the Mandarin twist was stupid. <laughs> you're, you're wrong. But, Brilliant twist. What? Brilliant twist. Yeah, I mean, look, look, what I what I always say about the Mandarin twist is like, odds are you didn't, you wasn't a fan of the Mandarin before the movie came out. Yeah. 
So, um, but I, I feel like I like that movie as a Christmas movie, kind of, sort of, because I like Barbane Jr. Um, he's fantastic. Yeah, but he's, but he's always fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think of like a recent, and, and I've also heard this. I, I feel like I don't like this movie. But I guess it is also a Christmas movie, and that's Batman Returns. Hmm. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I saw it at the New Beverly recently, and um, I don't think it's a good Batman movie, for obvious no, reasons. No, it's not. It's not? No? It's a horrible Batman movie. Horrible Batman movie, but I think it's a good movie, and I think it's a great Christmas movie, because, yeah, it's all these, like, characters that are outcast by society, and, like, they could only be outcasts, and, like, I guess, you know, two of them find love, kind of, but, you know. Yeah ends up tragically, so, yeah. Yeah, it's a, I, I reluctantly say it is a Christmas movie. I don't, I still, I wouldn't consider it, just me personally, I wouldn't consider it a, a, a good movie, but it is a, yeah. a Christmas movie, and it's a Christmas movie that I, that I, that I watched a lot as a kid, mm-hmm. because, because it was Batman. Yes. Uh, Batman Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And um, I think, uh, I think Michelle Pfeiffer is still the best Catwoman as well. I would, I would, I would still go with Anne Hathaway. Okay. I would, Okay. Yeah. I think Phil Cypher is great, but Anne Hathaway is up there more. Yeah. Her, yeah, okay. which, her, her, her Catwoman was just more aligned to, to, to what the comics were. Like, yeah. Did, her, her character was more of a, of a, of a thief. Mm-hmm. She was very capable. She hung out with that with that, that short blonde chick. Oh, uh, what's, her, yeah. what's her name? Yeah. Well, yeah. Holly? Um, yeah, I, I forget her name. They, I, they yeah, never name her in that movie. But, um, Damn it, but, Nolan. Yeah, she was, she was more so, just in my opinion, just like what what I think of when I think of Catwoman on the, on the big screen. Oh, okay. No, of course. But Michelle Pfeiffer was definitely more iconic, though. I, I will say that. Yeah. Uh, Brandon? Can you... Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to think of it. Uh, well, one that comes to mind that uh, I really like, um, it's going to get some chuckles from either you or the listeners, is uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. Okay. Uh, I think it's a adorable film it's a delight uh it's it's three stories in a one there's one the first story is about Huey, Dewey, and Louie who want Christmas every day and they the wish comes true and it's Groundhog Day and they realize how annoying Christmas can be if it's every day um next one's uh it's Goofy and Max and Max's son he wants to figure out the truth about Santa uh the next one is um Mickey and Minnie it's the one where uh, it's the, the classic story of the couple who they don't have money to get the gift. Oh. Uh, they, 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 they like, get free. Yeah, they yeah. ended up, like, selling the gift that's complimenting yeah. the thing, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm not. It's a classic. Um, I forgot what, like, what that's based on, but yeah. Yeah, but, no, it's, it's a, it's a delightful film for family, uh, or, all he does is way better than that Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Horrid <laughs> CGI. Uh, but this is nice, classic 2D animation. Yeah, it's, it's 90s cool. Renaissance it's Disney. Cool. It's sweet, it's fun. You can put it on like on Christmas Eve and before everyone goes to bed. It's nice, and it's just nice. Yeah, yeah definitely. My way to say it is just nice. Yeah. If you love uh, Mickey and Friends, Donald, Disney characters, Oh, for sure. I guess uh, I guess I'm the last one. Um, all right, I have a few, or I have like three. Do really quick because we're running out of time. Uh, uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, which is a kind of seldom seen uh, Muppets movie. It has Kermit in some edits, but it's like Frank Oz kind of did this like one-off like HBO special, like him and Jim Henson. And it's it's it also has that like trope of uh, you know this like these this mom and dad this mom and like her son the dad's dad the one of the otters they try they like kind of like do this um, they enter this like music competition and they end up like selling the other thing that like helps them perform but they're trying to enter this competition to win a gift for each other and it's like one of those things where it's like they realize like how. Um, like much they mean to each other and it's like oddly I don't know it's just oddly touching and it's very it has like a lot of like I don't know reality to it because it's like the otters are like in poverty and it's like they don't have money and you know stuff like that and it's like it's like wow it's it's really deep for like a kid's film I guess um the funniest thing I saw was the predator holiday special 
It's like a three. That was cute. That was cute. I love that. Can I, can I ask, is it better than the movie? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's better than the whole third act. It's, yeah. it's fucking, I couldn't stop laughing at like 2 a.m. watching it. Yeah. Uh, the animation's really good on it. It's great. Stop motion. Like the Rankin and Bass, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and Santa Claus is coming to town. It's really funny. It's better than the Shane Black Predator we got this year. The whole movie, I'd say, it's better than Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. That's good news. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely worth watching. Yeah, okay. just watching online. Don't buy the Blu-ray. But and the last one were all the creatures were stirring, which was um, I don't know if it's like bias, but a friend of mine who's been on the show, Anthony Pierce, worked on it, and it's a horror Christmas film, which is such a cool genre that's like I guess like making like this kind of like a comeback or whatever, and it's uh, it's on Shutter right now, and it's it's like a fun anthology like horror Christmas film, and it just has like all these weird stories it's almost like like a like a twilight zone almost of just like just creepy christmas stories and like i really enjoyed it and i went to one of the screenings for it and it was fun so definitely check that out however you could see it so yeah so i guess that wraps up our episode guys um just want to say thank you for for guest starring on this um thank you for your time Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I thank you for inviting me. Thank you for inviting me too. Yeah, of course. Too yeah, I know holidays are you know busy on everyone's schedule, so just want to say that and have a merry Christmas, you guys. Um, where can the listeners find you? At? Social media sites. Uh, yeah, you can find me at uh, B Swaps on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, you can subscribe to B Money Rules on YouTube. And also, um, check out my music video uh, with uh, the great G-Snaps rapping away and uh, my animation in it. Uh, I think it's really good. Just type in G-Snaps, all one word, and I rap this yep. on YouTube. It'll be the first thing that pops up. And um, yeah, and thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. Have a Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Instagram, uh, J underscore Mitch 92. That's J-A-Y underscore Mitch, M-I-T-C-H 92. And yeah, uh, appreciate you guys listening and uh, having me as a guest. Uh, Merry Christmas to all, and happy holidays to those who do not celebrate Christmas. <laughs> happy Kwanzaa, or like, what other what other holidays are there? Uh, like Winter Solstice. Solstice. Yeah. Festivus. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's a, happy New Year too. Happy New Year, yeah. Uh, just, just throw that in there. Yeah, of course. For good measure. Yeah, all just all the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, G nine eight nine two. You can follow the Waffle Press at the Waffle Press on Twitter. Please like, subscribe to this video. Um, we're on YouTube, iTunes, and we'll have some really awesome podcasts and content in the new year. And thank you for listening, guys. Have a Merry Christmas. We've been professionally unprofessional.